I'm still old school. I, I'm all about relationships, and that's if I can't have a relationship with somebody, it's going to be hard. For me. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. So, what I want to do is uh, introduce you, and we'll just kind of get started. Uh, try to decide on with the lighting on or off. Uh, I'll just do it off. Um, <laughs> less light on me, the better, Alan. Um, <laughs> So, um, but right. getting kind of gray, you got to do something about that. You uh, just for men or something. I, I'm gonna have to, <laughs> I'm gonna have to, um, start calling your uncle Cy, right? I get that, <laughs> um, but anyhow, <laughs> so what we're gonna do here, Alan, is I want to talk about my sponsors for just a minute. Uh, as you were coming through town, you probably saw some billboards up. And you probably saw some things that you're not familiar with because it's insurance town. Uh, but I want to talk to the audience right now about my good friends over at Agency Performance Partners. They uh, help insurance agencies all across the country to become more ridiculously amazing. And they also do this uh, thing where they help them to solve some of the industry's biggest challenges. Some of those challenges are people, some are processes. Some are uh, revolved around sales, new business, or sales in the retention department. But uh, whatever that may be, imagine a world where you have a coach running alongside you, a best friend, so to speak, running alongside you, helping you with that. Someone that's been in over 1,500 agencies across the country to help you to grow your business. It's fantastic. Agencyperformancepartners.com. Kelly and her team have done a phenomenal job, and I've been so proud to be a part of this team and working with them and helping them develop some programs. And we're going to talk about some of that with Alan today. Also, uh, my friends over at CoverDesk, they are the premier solution. The premier solution to helping you with your hiring issues or helping you to grow your team, uh, helping you. Because it's hard to find good talent. It's, it's hard to find people out there. Uh, so they come in with virtual assistants that they have offices in the Philippines I think they're just about to open their sixth office, I think. And uh, they train these uh, virtual assistants in our space. They know um, what we do, how we do it. They do a phenomenal job. Andy and his team have done uh, some good work over there at uh, CoverDesk. So uh, go to CoverDesk.com. He'll come in and help you in the interview process to make sure you get uh, the right staff member on your team. And they become a part of your team. CoverDesk.com. Go to Andy, let him know I sent you. It's going to be so much fun. Was, uh, a client of mine uh, back in my sales days, and we just grew a good friendship. And that's one of the things that I want you, the audience listening, to see and hear what that is about, and uh, I practice what I preach, and I preach what I practiced, and it was something that was important to me in building relationships, and Alan really taught me a lot of things in that as well, and how important the relationship was in commercial sales. With that being said, without further ado, my main man, Alan Dean. How you doing, Alan? Morning, sir. How's things going? Man, I'm good. I think you said it best a minute ago. It is a Monday on a Tuesday, so. Hey, is it? Just to let you guys know, we are recording this on July 5th. So Alan may be a little hungover. I might be a little <laughs> hungover. Who knows? But here we are. So, uh, but I wanted to bring Alan on because uh, Alan, you know, was 
I hate to even say this stuff in front of you, Alan, but I love you. So I, you know, Alan kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things in the HVAC world. And, and some of you know, they've gotten to know me as a coach. I developed a great niche in HVAC contractors. And a lot of that was due to Alan's help and Alan teaching me things and just some things, you know, midway through my career that kind of changed my focus and changed my career trajectory and uh, helped me a lot. So Alan, you know, I guess I'll start off with, with uh, tell us a little bit, first of all, before we get into insurance, tell me a little bit about you, tell me about, uh, tell the audience about who, who uh, Dean Tinkton area is, how you kind of came to that and, and uh, you know, maybe a little bit about your, your company. You don't have to get too much into details, maybe how many trucks you got on the road, how many crews you got, things like that. Well, it's, I mean, we're going through the same problem everybody else is as far as personnel. There's not enough guys getting into what we do anymore and it's a problem um i don't see it getting any better and so we've kind of i've actually downsized some over the last few years it's uh if we have somebody leave instead of replacing them when you can't we just reel it in a notch or two and so i mean we've still got I think I've got about 16, 17 guys. So, I mean, it's still a pretty good-sized company for rural Arkansas. I mean, Camden's a very small town. There's 12, 13,000 people here. So, it's a um, self-grown company. I went in business in 1987. Um, I'm not big on talking about myself. So, I guess that's about it. Yeah. So... <laughs> Whenever, you know, you had, you know, you and I first got to, to know each other, we were talking because I had, and one of the things I talk about in my course, Alan, is uh, developing relationships within the niche that you want to write. Uh, and that is, you know, associations, it could start with, you know, just building relationships locally. And one of the things that, you know, you and I both know about, and I've told people, you know, I had developed a, an area where we had the endorsement of the association which you were a part of the h and you probably still are a part of the arkansas hvacr mm -hmm. and that really helped me get in a lot of doors and it helped you to be able to introduce me to a lot of people and say hey we endorse this guy and his company and emc and the whole nine yards and so um could you tell the audience a little bit about what that means and like what that kind of trust builds and you know, you being at one point in time, you were a president of your chapter of the HVACR Association and what that meant to you and to have that endorsement of an actual insurance agent and what that meant. I guess by default, I'm probably still president of our <laughs> local association, but um, that's always been really, really important to me um, as a contractor. For years, it was federated insurance, and, and I don't know what happened on the state level, but they went away and they changed to EMC and the company that you used to work for. So, I mean, that, that carries a lot of weight with us. It was also one of the things that typical of small associations, they don't have a lot of money to operate on, and, and y'all's agency actually gave a little spit back. And that meant a lot to me as, as a contractor and, and trying to keep our industry afloat. And I mean, here again, I mean, it's we're in rural Arkansas. So so it was important to have somebody that, that kind of understood the business and and could kind of cater to the needs that we have that may or may not be unique to other industries. 
Yeah, I thought that was well put. I thought it was really neat to see because, you know, people think, ah, oh, it's not that big of a deal. But it was a big deal to you and to Tom Hunt, the, you know, Dan Chapman and some of the other people out there that I got to know over the years. And again, these are some names you don't know listening to this but or watching this. But at the same time, there were other local HVAC people or the president or the, I guess, Tom's title was, I guess, the director, I guess, the director of the HVACR. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I think you knew this, but, you know, Tom was in Maumelle. I live in Maumelle, Arkansas, which is a little town outside Little Rock. So he and I would get together for breakfast about once a month. And he would tell me what was going on and with the kind of the issues that you guys were dealing with out there on a day-to-day basis. And some of the things that the HVACR Association was trying to tackle. And he was like, I, I need your help on some of these things. So me getting involved in that board level, so to speak, and, and learning some of that, I think helped me. And so that being said, you know, as you're looking for an insurance agent, you know, a, a lot of agents come out there and just try to sell based on price. But from what I understand from you and other of the good HVAC, you know, clients or contractors, it's not always about price. Am I right? It's not. It's, I mean, you've got to be competitive. And, and just like in my business, I mean, we're day in, day out, probably not going to be the cheapest one out there. But I'm still, I guess I'm old school enough. I'm more about a relationship. I mean, there again, you can't come in and just blow my head off and be 30, 40% higher than somebody else. But, you know, if you're if you're competitive and we've got a good relationship, then absolutely you don't have to be the cheapest. I mean, that's that the relationship to me still means more than I'm not gonna say the end product, but it still it still carries a lot of weight. Yeah, no, I agree. And so and one of the things we talk about at Agency Performance Partners, we talk about in sales is building that rapport and building that relationship. People think it's just about let's close the deal, let's move on to the next one, and we'll talk to them again a year later when the renewal comes up. But you and I to this day, it's been several years later, we still text on a daily, you know, daily, but, you know, on a regular basis. We still beat up at Razorback games. I mean, we saw each other at Razorback game this past year and hung out. I mean, we, we still get together, and it, I'm not even your agent anymore, but that relationship is real, and that relationship is something that means something to both of us. Absolutely, and, and that's, I mean – I don't like having to deal with insurance. I mean, it's not an enjoyable thing. It's a lot of money. Um, the packages are pretty expensive, even for my little old bitty business. And so it's not, it's not what I consider fun. Um, so when you can get an agent, it kind of, gets that and understands that, I think that goes a long way, or at least it does with me. Sure. And that's the thing, you know, I'll tell them one of the, the funny stories that I still get a text from this guy. Um, in the town he lives in, in Camden, Arkansas, is a restaurant that serves the best avocado ice cream. It sounds weird, I know, but it's some of the best I've ever had in my life. And this guy, every time he goes to get, he rubs it in my face, sends me a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, and I always show my wife, I kind of look at this, and he, he you know, it's my wife, he, I know his family, like, we've just become friends, but it's just funny that we still have that relationship and still have that conversation, and, you know, if I ever, by God, you know, your insurance agent now better watch, if I ever get back into full-time sales, I'm coming right back for you, but, um, 
but I do think that's important for people to hear because uh, I think one of the things we talk about in the industry uh, or that I talk about in my sales course that we're launching here shortly is you've got to be able to add a value back to, you know, besides price. And so finding out those pain points was huge. And so for me, you know, it was figuring out at the time, most contractors, but you in, in a sense, uh, not to get too personal, but it was a work comp thing. And it was making sure the work comp was handled, certificates were handled, and this was handled, and that was handled, and making sure that, uh, you know, you didn't have a bad audit situation. That's most contractors. But are there other things like pinpointed pain points that most HVAC or any kind of contractor deals with that agents should know about and be focused on when they go in and call on people instead of just BS and high five and kissing babies? <laughs> well, you know, the GL, the general liability for the company is always a big deal. And, and you know, most blankets pretty well today are going to be a million, two million. And that's, I mean, that's okay. Like I said, at the end of the day, as an insurance agency, they're selling a product. And so price is going to have a bearing but the relationship's going to have as much of a bearing. I mean, you know, the, the thing that y'all always help me take care of, and even today I still have a little issue with the new company. Occasionally they're getting better, but getting the renewals out because a lot of these companies, I guess they have paid staff that does nothing but, oh, their insurance is up and you start getting emails. And <laughs> right? Emails and, yeah. Oh, good Lord, do y'all not have anything better to do? I've got insurance. <laughs> but, it's, uh, you know, the, and of course, workers' comp is always a hassle. And, and I mean, insurance for us, it's, it's, it's what y'all do for a living. But for us, it's a hassle. It's a pain. And, and I mean, if you can have a little bit of fun with it, that, makes the pill a little bit easier to swallow, I guess. So once they've identified a pain point and they've talked to you, let's go back a minute, first of all. If I've got an insurance agent listed this right now, one of the things I talk about in my course, and one of the sections is cold calling. Nobody likes cold calling, any business, but especially no, in insurance. But if you did get a cold call, which you got one for me, we didn't know each other from Adam, but if you get cold calls or somebody to drop in, I don't know if I dropped in on you, if I cold called you, I can't remember where we first met, but I think you called and, and introduced yourself, and then we set up a time for you to come down, if I remember correctly. But, yeah, I think you're but right. But, I mean, you use the association as your end. So, I mean, it was it was kind of a cold call as far as an introduction, but I kind of knew to expect you as well. Yeah, and so what what's going to make someone, especially like you or in, in that role, uh, nobody's like Alan Dean, but someone similar to you or in that role, what's going to make them stay on the phone with someone? Because you get calls all the time about your insurance and so does every other HVAC contractor. But what should someone do that's listening to this uh, to help, you know, keep you on the phone, keep you engaged, keep you interested? Is it truly just my incredible personality that kept you on the phone or is there something else, you know, what, because not everybody can be like me either. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess, Heath, the reality, the fact that you were, you had ties to our state aid association probably gave you more credibility than anything. I mean, at the end of the day, because you're right, we have, 
we have people that come in there's there's two or three people that try to quote us every year and you know i guess the standard line well i'd like to talk to you about your insurance when do you renew well we renew in february and okay well i'll call you back then well then my standard answer is okay you need to talk to kathy because i really don't have time to screw with it and i'm and i'm really not that interested in it i mean there again it's 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 kind of a hard pill. I mean, insurance is it's a big expense for us, and so I mean, if there's if there's not a the cold call has got to be the hardest. But I mean, we are at a mid roll uh, ad, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and uh, sorry to interrupt this fantastic episode, but I want to talk to you about my. Uh, good friends over at Canopy Connect, your one-click solution to getting all those deck pages you need to quote your prospect. If uh, if you're looking for a great solution for your referral partners or for your producers out there, account managers, people working with your prospects, to get that information, the deck pages, to complete that quote, to complete that transaction, go to Canopy Connect. Go to usecanopy.com backslash he and check this out. Uh, they are your one-click solution to get the deck pages you need to quote your prospect. Go to Canopy Connect. Usecanopy.com. Also, my good friends over at Smart Choice, your, uh, your, your awesome solution, your partner, your friend in the business is going to help you. Whether you're a startup looking for markets or you've been around the block, you've been around the agency world, but you need another market. You need a friend. You need a help. You need someone to come alongside you and help you with market access or advice or things like that. Go to smartchoiceagents.com. They come in with no fees. They come in uh, not wanting to own part of your business. They just want to provide you market access and they work off a commission split. And that's only the carriers they provide to you. So uh, what's, what's the harm here? No harm, no foul. It's a great opportunity for you. Go to smartchoiceagents.com. And check it out. Tell them the mayor sent you. You'll be so glad that you did. Now, let's get back to the show. I hear you. And that's that's tough, man. A cold call is tough. So, again, as I'm trying to talk to these agents that are listening and watching this video, I tell people all the time, nobody wants to talk insurance. Hell, I don't want to talk insurance half the time. And I'm wow. in this business for 20-something years, so I get it. So, again, you got to find a way to separate yourself from the pack. And so, for me, um, you know, I, I use the association with you, and I'm glad to hear you say, you know, it did help because some people look at it like, that's not going to help. But it does. It's something to get Absolutely. you to answer that phone. Absolutely. So, whether it's HVAC association or it could be the Chamber of Commerce, it could be the Rotary Club, it could be whatever it might be. And so, because not everybody listening is going to take a niche in HVAC, and that's fine. But it could be the plumbing association. It could be the nonprofit association. It could be the restaurant, whatever it is. That's just an in, you know. But if they don't have that kind of in, you know, obviously you said exactly what I was hoping you'd say. And I promise I didn't pay him to say that. But <laughs> hey, I'm your, you know, I do insurance. When's your X date? That's a terrible approach. Again, you're going to get pushed off to somebody else. And Kathy is a great yard dog for you to make sure she keeps everybody away. Like, you know, she protects your time. And I think everybody has a Kathy in their, in their business, if they're a good sized business. So I think you got to separate yourself somehow to get away from getting pushed off to the, to the Kathy's of the world. There, there's no question. I mean, it's, you know, 
the and I don't know, you know, I, <laughs> you may have to edit all this out, but and I went I went back local and here again. I mean, if you're if you're in small town America, local is is pretty important, and and you were able and you and I had that conversation. You were able to overcome that because of the association and and got me away from the local agency which i've been with for quite a while and i mean i'm back with them now and i don't have the relationship with my current agent that you and i have and that's i mean they're not like you and i i mean you and i can bs and and laugh and pick on each other about whatever and it and nobody takes it personal and and it's it's all right. fun and it's good and and i don't you don't have that with a lot of people you and i you and i hit it all i mean we really yeah. did. and and like you said i mean it even it even carries on today i mean we're constantly sending each other jokes or something that we find funny because you and i kind of marched to, down the same road so yeah it's and so i think it's huge i think you you nailed it and that was another thing that i didn't want to brag on but i'm glad you said it because people also think you have you, nobody will go outside of local and i can't overcome that objection but having that association helped me get over that plus you know just some sales tactics alone that uh, we talk about as well can help you overcome any objection really but you know i, I think that's that's huge to know that and so Again, if you're listening to Alan between the lines, he's telling you, you know, find a way to separate yourself from the pack. Find a way, whether it's an association, whether it's, you know, something besides when's your ex date. That's just, I think it's terrible. But now let me ask you this, Alan. Does someone, you know, be honest, so if I have to edit it, I will. I hope you say the right thing. <laughs> but if, if someone walks in unannounced versus calls, do they, which which one has a better way? I mean, is it harder for you to say no in person, or is it just as easy in person? I it it you know I've been in business thirty five years, so things have kind of gotten easier over time. Um, if you walk in unannounced to my business to try to sell me insurance, you're probably not going to see me. Um. There's there's a few exceptions to the rule that I might let you in and and we might talk a little bit, but at the end of the day, odds are, I mean, most companies, if you're buying if you're buying a package like what we buy, yeah, and like the company that I'm with now, they can shop all these different agencies they send it out at renewals and they they check prices on everything the reality is what can you offer me that's different what what can you do other than and if you come in 10 20 percent cheaper than everybody else now i've got to have kathy analyze the hell out of it to figure out what you left out i mean it's at the end of the day, and, and even in my business, I mean, we're selling a product and unless you're cutting all of your margin out to try to get the initial cost or the initial deal to hope that you'll get the renewal and try to recover it, 
you're not going to be that much cheaper than everybody else. I mean, you're just not. And unless there's some new company that, that rolls into town and changes the way that, that insurance is done or HVAC is done, the price is going to be almost the same. I mean, there's just not that much difference. And, you know, when y'all came in, I don't remember exactly, but, and I'm sure I gave you a little more hell than, than I did most people just because of the way we got along. But I'm going to say that y'all were probably every year within 10% of, of the local company. And so that was, that was good enough. I mean, is 10% a lot? Yeah, it's a lot. But at the end of the day, I knew that I could pick up the phone, I could shoot you a text, Kathy could call your office and whatever the problem was. And sometimes it was some of the stupidest shit, but whatever the issue was, it was dealt with and it was taken care of. It wasn't kicked down the road. And because especially the way I am and the way I operate, I'm not that smart anyway. If I delegate something or to my staff or even to y'all, then I'm going to forget it. And I may not think about it for two weeks. And then it's, I'll wake up at two o'clock in the morning. And it's like, oh shit, did that get done? And so then I'm putting a note in my phone at 2 a.m. to remember to call or text or have the office call to make sure that, that this is covered. And, you know, when you get that type of, of a business relationship with somebody, then you don't have to have that two o'clock wake up because you pretty well know that it's dealt with. And that's, I mean, that's not something that's going to happen overnight. That's going to come with, with several years of, of your company taking care of the issues and, and me as an owner not having to screw with it. I, I can delegate it and forget it. Yeah, I love that. And one of the things that I said earlier they, when you kind of helped me and you changed it, you may not even know this, but you and Kathy and your team and, uh, you know, y'all taught me some things along the way of developing my own strategies as far as like the client experience. Once I wrote your business, then we had have an experience. So I wanted to make sure that from this point forward, I kind of modeled a lot of my HVAC, you know, relationships similar to yours as far as like, obviously I couldn't have the same rapport that I had with you, but as far as what we do following up with text messages and checking in from time to time with the lady who did certificates to make sure and having my team on top of those things. And we developed a system of like, if someone reaches out for a certificate, then within, you know, the same day we get that back, you know, we make sure we double check this. And then, you know, we develop some other, you know, processes and things along the way from that to make sure that everybody had that experience because y'all had such a good experience. Then from then point, that point forward, and now I even teach that to, to my own agencies that I work with or insurance agencies I deal with of like, you got to develop a client experience. And so I think that was huge. And what you're saying is we did that. We developed that client experience to a point to where, again, you and I are still to this day, like, I think you're the only client I still text to this day or former client, but still to know that I have that and we developed that, we, you know, and I'm trying to teach that you guys have got to have some sort of system, some sort of process. Instead of just, I'll talk to you at renewal, like you and I spoke throughout the year. I knew with Kathy, at least once a month, I would check in with her, whether she needed me or not. Hey, Kathy, how are things going? Or I'd shoot her an email or I'd, 
I'd hit her on Facebook a lot, you know, because I knew she was a social media person. I'd get her in the messenger or I would comment on something on her page just to let you guys know. And so, uh, you know, talk about that a little bit for me, if you don't mind. Did that, you know, play a part in making it easier to stay with, I trust? It, I mean, I guess somewhat. It's, yeah. you know, I'm, and I don't know, I think this younger generation is going to be so much different than us, but but I think I'm old enough that, I mean, it's still, and and there again, we're in the South, it's rural, we're still heavily relationship-based. And even in my business and my interactions with my customers, there's relationships go a long, long way. And, you know, we're still there again. I mean, maybe it's because I'm in rural Arkansas, but a man tells me to do something and shakes my hand, then to me, that's as good as a contract. And knock on wood, it's it's served me well through 35 years of my career. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that that uh, I think that's really good that we, you know, uh, we could walk through some of that. And so uh, if if we're talking through this, you know, we've talked about, you know, the cold call. We've got into a lot of things here, Alan. We've actually accomplished some good stuff here. And <laughs> I wanted to um, go through one other thing that I wanted to get into a little bit as we talk through some of the course things that we talk about. But after, you know, we get into the cold call, you know, we've already brought up the networking thing. And so one of the things that happened by happenstance, and I love this, is obviously I got in the door through the association, but then you became a referral partner of mine. Yeah, and yeah, they we sent you quite a bit. You did. And a lot of people, you know, and I don't know if any other insurance agencies have done this with you, but for me, that was a hard thing for me. But a lot of insurance agencies that I talk to, they're afraid to develop their clients as a referral partnership. But that kind of happened by happenstance with you and I, but it's something that I, I want to continue to teach that because it's huge. You can get the buy-in, but you referred me all kinds of people because of the association and you even got me on the elevator board appointed by the governor. <laughs> That's a big dang deal, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> to this day, I sit on, we had a meeting last month, but I sit on the elevator board appointed by Asa Hutchinson, the governor of Arkansas, because of this man right here, Alan Dean, referred me to that board. And hell, if I was still an insurance agent, I would use that to my advantage. You know, now oh, I use it as a consulting opportunity, but that was cool. So again, I mean, that's also huge. And I don't think people listening to this should be afraid to use their clients as a referral relationship. And I think if they're involved in something you're passionate about, it's easier for you to refer them to them. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. And and like I said, I mean, you know, I've got some some friends even in other businesses, and I don't know if you ever wound up writing them or not. I never did get those spiff checks, by the way. What happened to those? Uh, they're still in the mail, don't worry. <laughs> we have a slow postal service, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, uh, you know, and here again, I mean, we're rural and if you can get someone that, that cares, that genuinely cares about what they're doing and, and wants the relationship to blossom into something, it's pretty obvious. I mean, you can, you can kind of figure out as a business owner who's trying to make a commission check and, and who cares about what they're doing? And and that's a big separation for all of us. I mean, even in my business, it's you've got to 
you've got to get to that point that you've actually got a connection with these people. And that's, um, I mean, at the end of the day, we're all in sales business, no matter what you do. I mean, you're, you're selling yourself, you're selling a product, you're, I mean, we're all selling. Your sound is off. There we go. Man, <laughs> I was really killing on that, too. I had a great... <laughs> Dang it. Uh, you little, didn't even little... know what you said. Right. A little, little blooper right there. Dang it. <laughs> I may leave that in just for funsies, but uh, <laughs> anyway. I don't even know what I was saying now. Daggummit. Uh, it was probably really important, too. Oh, it was huge. Like, it was probably <laughs> the gold nugget of this, of this episode. Anyway. <laughs> Alan, I I, uh, I love you. I appreciate you. You're, you're a brother. You're a former client. You're a friend. You're a referral partner. The whole nine. I appreciate you hanging out with us. We're going to have to get you back in here maybe at another date. But dang it, you and me, we get to talking and 45 minutes flies by. So Holy I can't believe crap. it. I'm sending right? you for that. <laughs> you should. <laughs> I, I may or may not pay it. It's, it's in the mail with your spiff checks. But Got it. Got it. Brother. Again, I appreciate you hanging out with us. Hope these insurance agents listening got a lot out of it. Hopefully you took some notes because Alan spit some gold there. Thank you very much, Alan. I appreciate you a whole lot. Brother, have a good day. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, guys, for checking out the show today. It really means a lot to me. I hope that the content that Alan and I brought to you made you a better insurance professional. As I just popped a York peppermint patty in my mouth, this show is not sponsored by, but if you want some good dark chocolate-covered peppermint patties, check out York. <laughs> anyway, guys. Uh, if you have an idea for your own show, go to getreadysetpodcast.com. Ready to set podcast, turning your brilliant idea into reality. Thanks again, guys. I look forward to hanging out with you again next week.